0: We're back in the studio again for another episode of SSD and DRAM News, sponsored by a Pacer. I'm your host, Frank Henville, and I want to thank you for tuning in again. You know, it's funny, for the last few months I've been calling this podcast the only game in town as far as SSD and DRAM news goes. Now I've got to stop doing that. I found there's another podcast which is quite heavily focused on digital storage whether that's SSDs, HDDs, or other formats like digital tape that aren't well known by most consumers. That podcast is called Storage Review. I'd come across that name on Reddit while doing research, but I had no idea they had a podcast as well. I thought they were just a Reddit poster and a blogger. So if you can't get enough SSD news, maybe you should check out them as well. Anyways, a little healthy competition is a good thing, right? So we won't slow down over here. Let's move on to the first story of the day. We've covered a few monumental hacks this year on this podcast, but I think this one takes the cake. However, if you don't live in Australia, you might not have heard of it. There's a company called Optus, which was the target of a hack that first became public at the end of September 2022. The details around this story are murky, but we'll report what news sources have confirmed. Optus announced the breach about 24 hours after it noticed suspicious activity. The telecom provider said current and former customers' data was stolen. Including names, birth dates, home addresses, phone and email contacts, and passport and driving license numbers. None of this data had been encrypted. Those whose passport or license numbers were taken, roughly 2.8 million people, are at a quite significant risk of identity theft and th- fraud, the government has since said. Some are speculating that the Australian government may ask Optus to cover the costs of issuing new passports or driver's licenses to victims of the hack. Others say that the total number of people whose data was exposed could be as high as 10 million, which would be 40% of Australia's population. Just think about that. That's a crazy huge number. The CEO of Optus said that this was a sophisticated attack and insisted that the company has very strong cybersecurity. But a ransom demand was issued shortly afterwards by someone claiming to be the hacker. This person said the attack wasn't sophisticated at all. The quote was "no authenticate needed. All open to internet for anyone to use." according to a message sent to Australian tech news reporter Jeremy Kirk. And in another twist, the hacker seems to have changed their mind. They claimed they deleted the data and dropped the ransom demand, perhaps for fear of law enforcement. The full and final details are yet to emerge, but one lesson is clear. If you're a business in possession of large amounts of private customer data, be sure to encrypt it. Okay, on to our next topic. Most people in the storage world will have heard of Backblaze. They're a leading cloud storage and data backup provider based in the U.S., Periodically, they will release analysis reports based on their experiences operating large storage centers over a period of many years. This month, they published an interesting report comparing the reliability of SSDs when compared to HDDs, specifically when they are configured for use as boot drives. Now, we're wading into a debate here that goes back a long time. Fans of SSDs say SSDs should last longer than HDDs because they have no moving parts. Fans of HDDs, on the other hand, say that HDDs, especially if well taken care of, can continue to function smoothly for years after their warranty has expired. Well, it's time to get rid of anecdotes and stories. Backblaze is here to share some real data. And according to their five-year study, SSDs are more reliable overall. That's right. According to their analysis, in the first year of operation, HDDs had an average failure rate of 0.66%, while for SSDs it was practically nil. For the second through fourth year of operation, HDD average failure rates remained above 1%, but below 2 For SSDs in the 2nd and 3rd years, the AFR was under 1%, climbing to 1.05% in the 4th year. In the 5th year, the AFR for HDDs spiked as high as 3.55%, while for SSDs it was down to 0.92%. Of course, for different applications, these results are going to vary but it's interesting to see the one-to-one comparison over a large, statistically significant example. Thanks to Backblaze for carrying out this five-year analysis and sharing it with the community. Finally, I'd like to talk about one of a Pacer's newest products. It has been under wraps for a while, but since it was officially unveiled at the Australasian Gaming Expo in August, I can talk about it on this podcast. It's a very interesting product, and we call it the transformed SSD. What makes it unique is that it fits all of a standard SSD's functionality into about two-thirds of the space. The remaining space can then be used to add various value-adding functionality based on users' requirements. For example, some customers are ordering the transformed SSD with scheduled power management. This value-adding feature integrates the real-time scheduling management function of power cycling with a simple and effective management interface. This reduces the amount of time that operators need to check, maintain, and confirm the power status of a device and effectively saves operating costs. Another consumer with a different application might choose to order the transformed SSD equipped with a pacer's core power technology. We've talked about core power on this podcast before. This powerful upgrade minimizes the chance of data corruption in the event of unexpected power loss. This makes it ideal for applications Where voltage instability is a persistent issue. But again, the key advantage here is flexibility. The customer can decide which value-adding technology suits their needs. If there's a particular technology or feature you're looking for, you can talk it over with your local Apacer sales rep and find out if it's available or if our engineers are still working on adapting it to the transformed SSD series. Well, that sound means we've come to the end of another podcast. I'd like to thank you all for tuning in again today, and I hope you've had fun and learned something new about the world of SSDs and DRAM. We'll see you all next time!